the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back to our Itsy Bitsy Teensy Weensy Saturday Morning Show, Part 2 of Denver's only live and local lineup, where we tear it up all weekend long. There is never a reason to change the channel around here. Phone number is 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. And it's very, very interesting because we had our massive Tea Party meeting on Tuesday night, 100-plus people. If anybody out there has a suggestion for a venue that can accommodate 150, 200, 250 people that we can have good access to audio and video. I mean, the South Metro Fire Rescue is a perfect place to do what we do, but it ain't big enough. Uh, Please reach out to me, and uh, let's see if we can find something, maybe a church or I don't know. But um, in the meantime, it was fascinating because that was the night of the Mar-a-Lago raid. And so... um, Man, you can imagine what the conversation was and the speculation, much of which has now proven as things unfold, as the warrant has been released, much of which has been proven to true, uh, proven to be true. Just a whole fat wad of nothing. And uh, it's pretty obvious what's going on here. President Donald J. Trump has been warning us for a very long time. Of life. They are coming after me because I am fighting for you, and we are fighting for those who have no voice. And that was in a different context. That was a different context. Uh, In that particular clip, he was talking about the fight for the unborn, obviously. Tremendous victory. United States Supreme Court, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Topic for another day. But that is a theme that has occurred throughout Donald Trump's speeches and rallies, and um, and never has it proven more true. As I was writing, it's a beautiful day, Harley Day for sure, and I'm so excited about the El Paso County Lincoln Day dinner tonight with uh, my good friend Congresswoman Lauren Boebert as the keynote speaker. Next week, a quick reminder, I will be emceeing the Boulder County Lincoln Day dinner, and I know tickets are still available, so please come join us. Support the poor, beleaguered, Boulder County Republicans. I mean, imagine the Denver County Republican Party, the Boulder County Republican Party. Is there an Aspen? Well, it's probably a Pitkin County Republican Party. But, oh, my goodness, they need our support. And uh, that'll be next Saturday. Tonight we'll be down in El Paso with Chairwoman Vicki Tonkins and Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. But on the right end, I was just thinking about there's no way that God is not in control. The Democrats cannot be this inept. During the same week that they tout their Inflation Reduction Act, which is nothing more than payoffs to uh, big corporations, um, subsidies so wealthy people can save money on cars that, uh, that you can't afford. And it's a big climate change hoax batch of nonsense. And when you print billions of dollars 
you know, you know for a fact that inflation is going to go up. We've got some audio to talk about that. But in the same week, the Department of Justice pulls off this ludicrous, ridiculous raid of a former president, ostensibly under the Presidential Records Act. Oh, he's got confidential documents. He's got security, no security clearance to have these documents in his possession any longer. Not true. He can declassify and did declassify all documents that were in his possession. So that's a bunch of nonsense. They issued a warrant that was – this is such a national emergency, such a natu- natural <laughs> national emergency that the judge who issued this magistrate judge who had previously recused himself from a Trump – the Trump v. Clinton litigation either due to bias or the appearance of bias, the appearance of impropriety, same magistrate judge – signs off on a search warrant on an issue of such national security importance that he gives the FBI 14 days in which to execute that search warrant. I've got that search warrant in front of me. We're going to break it down. The Presidential Records Act is an act that has no teeth. I believe this to be an unconstitutional search, not because there wasn't a judge who should have recused himself from making that decision, that signed off on a warrant. I guess that's one piece of it that can be argued. But setting even all that aside, if you read through the Presidential Records Act, there's, there are no teeth to it. There's no punishment to it. The one thing that it does say is a person who is in violation of that act can no longer hold high office. In fact, after the, the raid on Tuesday, the, uh, the Democrat super mouthpiece, Mark Elias and other Democrat operatives in the MSLSD and everybody was repeating the mantra, they've got Trump now. He can't run for office because the Presidential Records Act has a provision that says if you violate it, you can't run for office. It's nonsense. The Supreme Court years ago struck down that provision and said you can't – your Congress cannot – further proscribe or limit the qualifications for president of the United States. Those are set forth in something called the United States Constitution, which is still the supreme law of this land in spite of all of the arguments by the left to the contrary. Can't do it. That doesn't stop a thing. In fact, they've done just the opposite, haven't they? They have inspired the masses. They have awakened the masses. If God is not orchestrating this, then the Democrats are even dumber than I think. Because they have lit the fuse for the second term of President Donald J. Trump. This is left-wing desperation. The Department of Justice in the history of the United States has never acted this way with a sitting president or other high officer Talk to me about the handcuffs and the arrest of um, of Lois Lerner when she in, used the IRS to um, squelch the speech of Tea Party organizations like the organization I'm involved with, Tea Party Patriots, and held up 
tied up for years the awarding of the coveted 501c3 status for raising money. Total hoax. Tell me when they showed up at the airport as Eric Holder was getting onto a plane to travel someplace and said, hey, tell me about Fast and Furious. Not only that, I have this uh, contempt citation from Congress. You, sir, are in contempt of Congress. You must be shackled and handcuffed and dragged to federal court like they did with Peter Navarro. Show me where they've done that. Show me where Barack Hussein Obama, who took, uh, I think it was millions of pages. I was going to print a story on that, and I forgot to do it. But has violated so many provisions of things like the Presidential Records Act without consequence. Or the Clintons, when they hauled hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of property out of the White House when they left. And do you remember they they messed with the typewriters? They took certain letters off the typewriters and did stuff to the desk drawers. I mean, just disgusting, these Democrats. They fight with everything they've got. And what they've got now, temporarily, with the approval of a putative president and the temporary power that comes with winning or stealing an election is the entire Department of Justice, and this is the way they choose to use it. Thank God Merrick Garland is not a Supreme Court justice. Oh, my Lord, can you imagine just how disgustingly partisan he would be. And as Attorney General, you really get to see who this guy is. Remember after the raid, they were saying, well, Merritt Garland no, he didn't have his hands on this. This went through channels. And then was it yesterday or the day before? Hard to keep track now. He came out in that ridiculous press conference where he took no press, con- no press questions and claimed that he was entirely in charge of the whole thing. And it was all lawful. And that's what the Department of Justice does. And get used to it. Get ready for it. That's the way it's going to be uh, because we do things the right way. These people are an embarrassment, and they're terrified. The MAGA movement is stronger than ever, energized by understanding as time goes on every single day more and more what, how much of this election was stolen. Court cases continue to slowly work their way through the court system, and more and more evidence comes clear every single day. And they hate that the RNC is spending millions of dollars to fight Democrat efforts to, for instance, allow illegal aliens to vote in elections or to change election laws, to codify, make permanent some of the changes that were made when COVID-19 justified the unbridled use of all kinds of power to lock you in your home, shut down your business, keep your kid out of school, wrap masks around your face, inject nonsense and poison into your arm. And now they want to use that same unbridled power to make it impossible or less likely to have a fair election where every legal vote is counted and every citizen is allowed that chooses to is allowed to vote. 
The RNC is doing tremendous work in that regard. Multiple lawsuits, multiple success stories so far, training up poll watchers and poll judges and everything else. They know that their ability to steal elections is now under tremendous scrutiny. And they are desperate. Everywhere Donald Trump goes, dozens and dozens and dozens of these rallies over the years. And they're massive. They set records. Tens of thousands of people who show up. And a president, a former president, who will not back down. And now they've lit the fuse. Recent Rasmussen poll, 59% of Americans question the validity of our elections, the security of our election systems, with good reason. A shame that some Republicans think that it's necessary, that it's appropriate to walk away from that. And Republicans, the, the wave is coming. The Democrats, they're, you've got to give them credit, they will use every tool at their disposal to stop, to try and temper down the effect of the inevitable. Remember that god-awful, inflation-causing, corporation-subsidizing, Orwellian-titled Inflation Reduction Act was passed by a mere three votes. No Republican voted for it. The Republicans need but four seats in an off-year election where the out-of-power party tends to sweep in the House 20, 30, 40 or more. They know the bloodbath is coming, and they're trying to do everything they can with their show trial, January 6th commission. Get ready to say bye-bye to Liz Cheney on Tuesday. And now with this dramatic, unnecessary raid of Mar-a-Lago, I've got audio that we're going to play for you from the lawyer who was there who actually describes what went on and the level of cooperation that the Trump administration had with these record grabbers, um, the friendly conversations, the fact that uh, during a visit – uh, one of the departments asked them to put a lock on a specific door where some documents were, were contained. So they put the lock on that door. This was in June, and the FBI came in and busted that lock off to break down the door and go into that closet. It's just outrageous. And Donald Trump has called for the release of this warrant uh, or of this affidavit in support of the search warrant. Why is that being kept from us? Well, an ongoing criminal investigation. Well, You've executed your search warrant. We ought to be entitled to see, the American people ought to be entitled to see what the FBI, Department of Justice, cobbled together to convince a biased anti-Trump magistrate to sign off on this warrant. Just a tiny bit of public interest in that. And Donald Trump, like he always does, he is just running right smack into the fire and saying, bring it on. Bring it on. And people say, oh, yeah, but the uh, attorney general in New York deposed him, and he, he used the, utilized the Fifth Amendment. He declined to answer questions. That means he's guilty of something. No, it doesn't. It means he's smart. It means he's got good lawyers. And he, I know that in the past he had mocked people who used the Fifth. But as lawyers, we understand that law enforcement uses civil depositions as – can use civil depositions as – 
a discovery gathering mechanism for their criminal cases. They don't get depositions in criminal cases. So you phony up a civil charge and you take depositions and then you try and find places where people contradict themselves, their memory wasn't quite right, they misstate something, maybe they make an admission of some kind that gives them another piece to their very sporadic, unassembled puzzle. Of course he went in and exercised his right against self-incrimination with the woman who campaigned on doing exactly what she's doing. I'm going to get Donald Trump. That's why I'm running for attorney general of New York. That's what she said. And, of course, New Yorkers lapped that up. They, they wanted her to do exactly what she's doing right now. She should have recused herself. It's an ethical violation to campaign on a t- political target and then go after that political target with the power you've acquired. <sighs> I don't know the, rule, the ethical rules in New York, and, and I, you know, I read through every couple of years the ethical rules in Colorado, and I, maybe there's not a specific rule that says that's wrong, but oh, man, one of the best lessons I ever learned in law school was if it doesn't smell right, stay away from it. Trust your gut. Trust your sense of smell. That is so incredibly disgusting. So, yeah, we're going to talk an awful lot about the raid. Your calls are welcome, 303-696-1971. Text messages are already pouring in. I don't know if we'll get to your calls in this segment. I've got just a couple of more things to say. Um, I guess let's go ahead and jump in to the Donald Trump attorney, a very lovely, articulate uh, relatively young attorney, I, she can't be more than in her 40s, was all by herself at Mar-a-Lago as far as legal team goes. She was the only lawyer on the scene when the FBI showed up. And you'll hear in these audio clips as we go through them that um, she did what any lawyer would be. She said, okay, well, you, of course, I see your warrant. Um, come on in. I'm going to watch. And they said, oh, no, you're not. What? The lawyer can't observe the search? Why would that be? And maybe I'd be less suspicious. It's not, you know, searches are being conducted. It's such a different circumstance with a president. Cops don't want people around eyeballing things when they're searching. If you're if you live in the Home that's being searched, quite often they'll, they'll restrain you or sit you down on a couch and uh, while they go rip your house to shreds. This was a former president, a former and future president of the United States home on a trumped-up allegation regarding presidential records with the Department of Justice exercising power in a way that has never been exercised in the history of the United States of America. And if they had nothing to hide, in other words, if they weren't, you know, maybe bringing documents in, I know it's a big charge to say people are planting evidence, and I don't have any evidence that that's true. Circumstantial evidence convicts people all the time, and it is an interesting circumstance to me that they would not let a lone, harmless, unarmed female lawyer 
the only lawyer initially on the scene at Mar-a-Lago when they showed up, stay inside and observe their search. But they went further than that. They asked, they demanded, they being the FBI, demanded that Mar-a-Lago turn off their security cameras. What? And thank God, people at Mar-a-Lago said, not only no, but hell to the no. The lawyer said, no, you have no authority to make us do that. So at the very least, those security cameras were running. But why would the FBI not let an unarmed, unscary legal representative for a former and future president of the United States observe the search? Well, it's not usually done. Well, this is not, nothing, no part of this was usually done. So it'll be very, very interesting. I hope that the Mar-a-Lago people and the Trump team are scouring that video. You know they are. Scouring that video footage. And, you know, that, that doesn't change much because there's, I'm sure there are plenty of places that don't have cameras. They can't be peeking around every corner or in every closet. I will tell you one thing. We're not going to get to the audio or calls yet. We'll pick up some phone calls on the other side. 303-696-1971. But I have reviewed the search warrant, and I have reviewed the property receipt that is attached to it. And you will be extremely pleased to know that it does not appear that the FBI seized any of Melania Trump's undergarments. We heard the story that they went in her closet, were rifling through her dresser drawers. My God. When the president since June had been the former president, former and future president since June, had been cooperating with the turnover of these documents, with the identification of these documents, with putting a lock on a door where some of these documents were secured. Full cooperation. Multiple ways for the Department of Justice to have addressed this. You can't make this stuff up. And the Democrats can't be this stupid. God has got to be at work because they have energized MAGA. They have energized Republicans, even anti-Trump Republicans like George Will and uh, David Brooks. Major, mushy so-called Republican conservatives, not America First conservatives, certainly not MAGA conservatives, and certainly not fans of President Trump, even they have written since the raid on Mar-a-Lago that the Trump movement is energized like never before. Record fundraising, record-breaking fundraising for Donald Trump after this raid. Man, oh man, Democrats, be careful what you wish for because you may just get it. Anyway, we're late on the break. It's 923. I'm Randy Corcoran. Good to be here with you on this gorgeous Saturday. Stay with us on 710 KNUS. I was riding around yesterday and uh, an excellent version of Leonard Skinner's Freebird came on. I've got a jamming stereo. And man, oh man, does that take you back, doesn't it? 
whether you were a cruiser or a partier or just loved some of the amazing rock and roll of that era, ah, Leonard Skinner Freebird feel, made me feel right at home on the back of a Harley. So good to have you here. 303-696-1971 is the phone number. 303-696-1971. I do have a bone to pick with my producer, Leroy Deffenbaugh. Um, understand you've been cheating on me. You've been actually hosting other weekend radio hosts' shows. You've been producing, I mean, other radio hosts. Leroy, we're going to have to have a discussion after the show. I'm very exclusive. But I'm um, doing a great job, and I do appreciate it. Just love how people pitch in around here when things pop up. Um, I know Stefan's going to be out of town, I think, at the end of this week, so I'll be filling in for Stefan Tubbs on Friday. Really looking forward to that. We'll have so much more information on this bogus raid. And um, text messages coming in, including this one. Randy, you and Trump's cult care about him more than our country. Can't sink much lawyer. Sorry. Lawyer? Lower? Hmm. Freudian slip? I don't know. Can't sink much lower. He's compromising our security, and it's all fine with you. What would it take to tear you away from him? I don't know, maybe an actual crime, maybe um, something besides Russia, 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 collusion, 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 impeachment hoax one, impeachment hoax two, everything they've thrown at this man, uh, and nothing has come of it. They have to lie about him. They have to lie about the, uh, the speeches that he gives and the statements that he makes. Chris Wallace, when he was just out of the hospital after COVID, Donald Trump on the debate stage, Chris Wallace had to try and trip him up with nonsense about um, his followers as though he somehow supports violence of any kind. The January 6th committee had to avoid actual timestamps on the statements that he made to his followers once the Capitol got breached. They ignore the fact that he said a peaceful rally. So, you know, I was a barely Trumper back in 2016. I had no confidence that this New York former Democrat, pro-abortion former Democrat playboy was going to keep his word. I liked it when I identified his Supreme Court justices. I began to understand, my wife understood all along, the appeal of this man across party lines to just average working people. And when push came to shove, anybody but Hillary made it pretty easy to vote for Donald Trump. And as we get closer to the November election, I hope more and more people feel that way about Joe O'Day, anybody but Michael Bennett, even if there are things with which you significantly disagree with him. But then Donald Trump got in office. His own Justice Department, his own FBI, his own agencies worked behind the scenes to slow walk his orders, to countermand his instructions, to step in the way of his agenda. And yet over the course of four years, he accomplished more to put America back on the right track as a sovereign nation, as the leader of the free world, building the strongest military, securing the border, 
reducing taxes, virtually Zippo inflation, increasing real wages, even when adjusted for inflation of workers for the first time in 30 or 40 years, brought facets of the of the populace into the Republican Party that had never paid attention before, people from unions, people from all different ethnic groups, people from all different sexual orientations, people from all the different categories that the Democrats insist we carve Americans up into. And admittedly, we sort of just bob, bob our heads and, and go along. Seems necessary, I guess just to push back on the nonsense that we're racist, homophobic, xenophobic, vaxophobic. So to the texter, what would it take to tear you away from him? Um, Some evidence that he has actually done something wrong. Not some technical violation or some piece of paper. I mean, you think he boxed up all those pieces of paper himself? This man had his second term and the fulfillment of his agenda stolen from him by maybe, seems more likely, bad machines, but also by unconstitutional acts, by 2,000 mules, somewhere between 44 and 70,000 votes out of the Millions and millions and millions of votes cast in the presidential election. 40 to 70,000 votes that swung the right swing districts in the right battleground states to hand putative President Joe Biden the presidency. I'm sorry to the callers. I just, this text got me going again. We'll get to you guys, I promise. No guests today. Lots of time for our calls. So, the likelihood that I would ever tear away from Donald Trump at this stage, given what he's been through, given how he's weathered the storm, given how he keeps showing up, given how his candidates continue to dominate in primaries around the country, given the bias, the one-sidedness of the January 6th committee, the Department of Justice acting in this way for the first time ever against a sitting president and against anyone who supported Donald Trump, shackles, home raids, Things you never see against Democrat law violators. Put in shackles over contempt of Congress when that never happened to Eric Holder. Just I I went through some of that list in the opening monologue. It is so biased, so unbalanced now that I only see one man who can pull us back from the brink, the man who has received the attention, the focus the destructive plotting and planning of the radical left who are temporarily in control of our government, who's experienced it firsthand. I don't see anybody on the horizon strong enough to finally, once and for all, bring transparency back to the federal government, bring transparency back to federal law enforcement. The FBI probably needs to be disbanded. And you know I support individual men and women in law enforcement. When FBI agents have contacted me about clients, 
very respectful, very professional. Even the January 6th ones, you know, were honest enough to say, well, we only have anonymous tips about your guy. Sorry, when you have some evidence or a picture that my guy was there or that if he was there, he did something illegal, come see me, maybe we'll sit down and talk. Never happened. But it's so corrupt now. It's so biased. We have the goods on the FBI role in Russiagate. They knew the Steele dossier was a lie. They knew it early on. This is deep state, left-wing radicalism against Americans. American citizens of all political stripes, of all income brackets. This administration, as part of the Orwellian-titled Inflation Reduction Act, now has advertisements out for 87,000 armed IRS agents. Well, it's only oh, it's over the next 10 years and you know some will. <sighs> Democrats hate individual liberty. Democrats hate individual success stories and small businesses. They want control of everything. They want to make it impossible for you to do your job and do your work with ever more daunting regulations. Laws and rule books so thick, so nasty, so ominous that no one, no lawyer can keep up with them all. All different ways to trip you up. Not to uncover fraud, not to expose theft or ripoffs or, uh, you know, misrepresentations or things like that. But if you don't dot this I, cross that T, and put that X in just the right place, there's a big fine coming your way. We will shut your doors. Listen, I get we are in the midst of the run-up to midterm elections. I get that the Democrats are doing everything they can to distract away from their destructive policies whether at the city level, the state level, Democrat-run cities are the worst, Denver. And a lot of Republican politicians think that it's so important to focus only on these kitchen, you know, around-the-dinner-table issues. And they're important. They affect people's life every single day. But we also need to remind people that your liberties are at stake. They're weaponizing and mobilizing the IRS against you. They mobilize the Department of Justice against a former and future president to go get doc- documents that he was voluntarily negotiating with and turning over to them and trying to claim that there were some top-secret classified documents. My understanding, and President Trump has said it himself, I issued an order when I left office that any document in my possession at Mar-a-Lago was declassified. Well, guess what? That was his power and his right to do. So to the texter, and they're just pouring in here, what would it take to tear you away from him? Um, Four more years of him as president, and then I'll be done. We'll get ready for Rod DeSantis. I can't see in, uh, anything else. 
everything the left throws at them, everything the never-Trumpers throw at, not them, at him, everything the middle-of-the-road newspaper writers and editorialists and radio hosts and everybody else throws at him, pales in comparison to his accomplishments, to how he has survived this unmitigated assault by the government against a former and future president. He has earned my admiration. And that's that's never going away. So, yeah, to the texter after the second term, I'll be fine. And uh, I guess we better get to another break, and then I promise we'll get to our jammed up lines, 303-696-1971. When a caller drops off, your calls are next here on 710 KNUS. Rocky Mountain Way. A couple of local stories that I hope we get a chance to talk about this hour. Or I mean this, not this hour. I've talked my way through this hour. We are going to get to some calls before the top. So sit tight. Um, But I met in my show promo this week. I heard the word about Denver's solution to the crime problem. Man, oh, man, these Democrats are so creative. The Denver City Council is to be admired and respected and lauded and praised and held in the highest esteem because they finally figured out that the solution to the remarkable, deadly crime siege, plus car thefts and everything else, in Denver can be solved by banning food trucks. Banning food trucks. Yep, that's the brilliance of it. And a texter sent in a story I hadn't heard about, but it appears, and this is a, this looks to be an official press release or um, a letter to the parents and families from Jefferson County Transportation that they're discontinuing bus service. Dear families at Jeffco Public Schools, we know that transportation provides transportation services provide. Print is small. I'm old. Give it a break. Transportation services provide a vital service to many in our community, and it is our goal to do as much as we can to transport our students to and from school and special functions safely and efficiently. Transportation services have been hard at work. This summer, collaborating and with principals, community superintendents, district leadership, and our operations team in determining outcomes around transportation. For the limited number of families that we did provide transportation to previously, you will now need to transport your students to school for the 22-23 school year. We appreciate your patience and partnership during this time. Now I'm reading that hot off the text line. I haven't verified it. If anybody has any background on that story, let me know. Oh, did David in San Francisco drop? David. I was looking forward to uh, starting the calls today with you because I imagine you are just so distraught at the unconstitutional, illegal action of the Department of Justice directing the FBI to break in and seize the records, the legally held records, unclassified because the president at the time unclassified them, in a way that has never been seen before in our country, ever. 
a great texter says, yeah, we should all be disgusted. I was actually going to read this to David in San Francisco. We paid for that lock that they demanded on his storage, and months, months later they busted off and charged us for eight hours to look at the very same documents that they reviewed and asked for when they put that lock on, paraphrasing a little bit. All that has happened since the escalator ride is complete and an utter waste of, quote, our money. Time to get some controls on such nonsense waste of our tax dollars. We don't have money for gas and food increases or the tax increases that are coming up, and they keep signing off on expensive searches of this man. It's such a shame. The world is watching. Boy, isn't that the truth? What an embarrassment for the United States. Third world banana republic garbage going after your political opponents. And you think, you know, if it's Roger Stone or if it's Steve Bannon, well, you know, that's pretty desperate on the Democrats' part, uh, treating them in such a harsh way. Even the January 6th people, so many of them. I read of a, of a police, a retired policeman who went in the Capitol, says he was invited in, stayed on the carpet, walked through, sentenced to seven years by a judge who, uh, according to this article, it was quoted as saying, because of your actions after January 6th, you know, talking about a stolen election, talking about protecting ourselves against tyranny, including arming up, on and on and on. The man was sentenced to seven years. How many left-wing radical Antifa Black Lives Matter Thugs and thugettes were sentenced to any time after they tried to break into the White House when they surrounded the White House and pushing up against the fence and attacking police. When uh, when Donald Trump made the walk from the White House to the church and held up the Bible and oh my God that was so so harmful to democracy. That's the term of the left, and I hate that Republicans buy into that term. We're not a democracy. A democracy is a kingdom of rulers and a ruling by the majority. We are a republic, a kingdom of laws. And we need to remind people of that every single day. How many people were arrested and and sentenced to serious prison sentences for locking police policemen and women into police stations, chaining the door shut and trying to catch them on fire. The clown who went off on the New York policeman down in the subway and was just wailing on this guy, released the next day. The Democrats do not want us talking about their failures, so they create all of these other distractions some of them very dramatic, like the one that happened this week. Texter corrected me. I, the takeout take out of the documents from Mar-a-Lago was Monday night. Our Tea Party meeting was Tuesday night. But, of course, it was prime on our agenda. The Democrats know that they have nothing to offer. The leader of the free world, the man currently in charge of the nuclear codes, the putative president of the United States, is is mentally defective besides being corrupt. 
the FBI. Yeah. I, I read something. Somebody said, why don't we uh, – it's too bad Donald Trump didn't put his secure documents um, on Hunter Biden's laptop because then the FBI would have never found them. I mean, the cover-ups, the corruption. Remember back before the election we used to play the audio of Biden – bragging about how he threatened Ukrainian government with a loss of funds if they didn't um, stop going after a prosecutor in Ukraine that he liked. Oh, that was fine. That no, no mainstream media attention to that because Donald Trump had made a phone call to the Ukrainian president that was, <gasps> Donald Trump released the phone call. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. But the Democrats know, besides their demented, pedophilic president, putative president, God, they had a little girl standing next to him when he signed the Orwellian-named Inflation Reduction Act. Those parents, they must not have seen all of the hundreds of videos out there of Biden sniffing and pawing and grabbing at I remember when Jeff Sessions slapped Biden's hand away from his granddaughter as they were walking through a line. I forget what he said now, but he slapped Biden's hand. Biden was a senator then, maybe the vice president. I forget the timing on that. I was shocked that Cory Gardner allowed then vice president. No, it would have had to be Senate senator. Let's see. No, it would have been during the the. Obama administration. So Biden was vice president, allowed him to paw his daughter the way he did. I know he was just being sworn in and congratulated as a senator. I think I'd have been I'd have been going toe to toe with the social security with the social security with the secret service if that man had put his hands on my daughter that way. Just disgusting. And then second in line, if they acknowledged that they put a mentally defective human being, corrupt family, compromised by the Chinese and the Ukrainians, in charge, installed him in the White, in the White House, in the Oval Office, they know that next in line is another mental incompetent. We always spend a little bit of time, and we're going to dig into the Trump lawyer audio in the next hour and get to the calls that I promised before. But the next in line is the utterly brain-dead, utterly incompetent. Even when her speechwriter quits and they get somebody new in there, Putative Vice President Kamala Harris still sounds like this. We know that we really are quite behind in terms of maximizing our collective understanding about how we will engage on the technology of today and what we can quickly and easily predict will be the technology over the next decades. So to maintain our position as the United States of America on this issue, it is critical that we work together to understand where we are, to recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete, and then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language 
with the same motivation, inspired by the opportunity of it all, but then doing the work of updating how we have been talking and thinking about our exploration in space. I think I'm going to go ride my motorcycle into a wall. I mentioned last week there might be more uh, efforts coming on behalf of Tina Peters. Um, her, the judge who was in charge of her contempt hearing was recused, and then the chief judge of Mesa County recused the entire district. Um, so no Mesa County judges would hear the contempt citation. And I told you there might be more efforts like that coming. And sure enough, Friday, verified motion to disqualify Judge Matthew D. Barrett he is the Mesa County judge overseeing Tina Peters' felony case. So the dramas continue to unfold everywhere you look. But I want to keep talking about this Trump thing. Uh, we may get in a little bit into the Orwellian titled Inflation Reduction Act. And it looks like David made his way back, so we will pick him up on the other side. So long as you stay with us here on 710 KNUS. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.